I'm Haley. I'm a mindful drinker and a brand designer. I'm Laura. I'm booze-free and a non-alcoholic industry super connector. And we're in a dossier. So excited. Today, we're going to talk about Gia. So I have the box right here. Last time I opened my Gia, I drank it all immediately. So I had to not drink it so we could talk about brand. Glad you saved it because I've already opened it and I've gone down like by about this much. It'll be gone tomorrow. <laughs> so starting with Kia, beautiful. I mean, I've talked about this brand before. There's nothing wrong with Kia. They're perfect. Logo, right? This logo type, beautiful. Opening the box. And, oh, look it. There's a little touch point right here. Something to say. Let me read it to everybody. Okay. A record crackles as our protagonist flips off their shoes after a long day and starts tapping to the rhythm as they dance, walk, shimmy towards the bar cart and pop the... Ah, gosh, they know how to tell a good story. Okay, that's a huge part of branding, right? When we're talking about design, especially with CPG brands, and I've noticed so many emerging brands don't tell a story like this. So Gia, beautiful. We see over here, clear eye, high-minded, from sunset to sunrise, of course, reiterating we're looking at an N.A., right <clears throat> over the influence i love that that's kind of like their tagline that i've seen show up a lot at the top really looking at these post modern shapes super fun and playful i think yet is so sophisticated it's unbelievable how yeah. sophisticated they are yet so playful and i love brands like that looking into their touch points like these pieces of collateral they're introducing the new bottle here we know that the formula's changed slightly we'll talk about that like a little bit bottle just very nice we're seeing like all these shapes the color palette super concise always telling that story of sophisticated sophistication yet play love these stickers as well i haven't had i these know before. i love the stickers and then there were other stickers that it came with and do you know what those are for the other oh these so it's fresh labels for your bottle you just need a dry erase marker i don't know what these are for actually does it mean fresh or not fresh? Because like either way, I'm going to drink it. So why am I putting it on? Is this so you can mark the date that you opened one of them? If you have two or I don't know. Yeah, we would like some answers. You're beautiful and perfect, but we're confused about these. Yeah, please tell us. But the way the box opens, it's cardboard, but it's still just so nice. Pulling out the bottle. I know you're going to have stuff to say about this, the bottle design as well. I mean, the best part about this is the top, right? That cap. I it's like, like 1970s sophistication throwback. You know what the bottle reminds um, me of? It reminds me of a genie in a bottle. Like, it um, just has these genie vibes to it. It adds so much to the design, truly having this. There's a little bit of gold foil on there, too, which adds a nice touch. It's not overdone. And I love that blue. Like, I love how it pops. Yeah, the colors are so great. And then the back, I know this is just the nutrition facts, but really loving this like custom sort of feel. Like all of it just feels great. Feels high quality when you're holding it too. Yeah. Um, but I would love to talk about the taste. I want you to tell me about this. I'm going to open mine and... Well, um, you come to the right place because I was a judge at the World Alcohol Free Awards. Oh. So I've learned a little bit about how to sort of mindfully and intentionally taste something. So... Um, one of the things that I enjoy doing first is tasting something neat. So that might just even be a before you put any oh, before you put any tonic or anything in there. Maybe you want to just sip a tonic. That's like you have to just take it. It's yeah, my. Well, you're gonna want to smell it first. What's what is the 
like what's the aroma are you i'm getting i'm definitely getting like some orange like blood orange citrus notes i think it's a little like floral too is it I think so there's some like lemon balm they've added some rhubarb this time i feel like is there dandelion too and then well you can just so with the old formula i'll be honest i was not able to do that just neat because it was so incredibly bitter so now what we'll do i'm an eyeballer if people want to get proper and fancy it says one ounce is the serving size and then you can use so you can use the one ounce or two ounce or so you can find like with a standard jigger but I just eyeball, maybe that was like two ounces and then I'll top it off with some tonic. This is why they then created those RTVs so that people could have it with a mixer. So it was always sort of intended to be sipped with a mixer, whether it was tonic water, club soda, ginger ale. But this, I could have neat. I just know that if I did, there wouldn't be enough left in the bottle. So I know I could drink it really fast. Cheers. Cheers. Clink. It's so good. And then we can talk about glassware too. I love some fancy glassware. So I mixed mine with something not very sophisticated. It's a weird blue raspberry sparkling water. It's not the worst. It's not the best. It doesn't make me not want to drink it. I have Q-Mixers light tonic. I love Q-Mixers. My favorite tonic is Fever Tree Refreshingly Light, but Q-Mixers is a great brand too. I've had gear with club soda that I make in my soda stream so I can get it really bubbly. I'm a huge fan of carbonation. But one of the things that I wanted to sort of talk about coming back to the taste, you taste with more than just your tongue. You taste with your nose. You taste with your eyes. So the color is gorgeous. It just, if this was a brown or clear or something, it just wouldn't have the same effect. You're like, wow, this is beautiful. It's like a gemstone. And then- There's some like fruitiness. They've added rhubarb and they've taken some of the like initial bitterness away, but it's still very bitter. Like it's definitely an aperitif. Yeah. And it feels so Mediterranean. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You could easily pair it with some like really beautiful food, but I just. Yes. I just drank it because it's so good. I love how you said that you taste with your eyes because that brings us back to branding too. I mean, their color is it's all over their website and their social is this deep like a ruby look like a good group so yeah i think it's like the whole package right is what makes this brand so great and they've done studies where package design changes how you taste things if this were in a different bottle didn't have a label on it i would taste it differently it's just how it works a thousand percent and that just reminds me of how different an experience it was for me when i was in london a couple months ago tasting everything blindly because for me and a lot of the work that i've been doing with Zero Proof Nation is getting to know the brands, getting to know the founders. The brand story for me is just as important as the quality of the liquid. Um, so to strip away entirely all of the things I knew about the founders, all of the beautiful like packaging elements and just taste things blindly was a totally different experience. And I was surprised by some of the results that came out. I never knew what I tasted, honestly. Wow. Yeah. And I mean, when we're talking about selling these brands or having that's why people make these to sell them you really do need that brand story and the brand story i talk about brand story a lot it comes through with everything from photography to copy to label design but it's not so much hey this is how the company came to be it's more of pulling us into the story so a story is telling is i'm just gonna go put on my leather loafers and go seaside and drink yeah and have some cheese on the side and it's just like this that's the story they're telling is they're bringing you into something else so 
I think it's important to recognize that as well. It's not so much, hey, we're founders and this is how we made the product. It's more of like, what story do we want to tell? Going into their digital presence and their website and all of that, that really is brought to life, especially their Instagram. Looking at their imagery on Instagram, I'm just going to pull it up and... Hashtag feels like Gia. Let's see. Just has this feeling. It feels fresh. It feels mod. But yeah, I just think of going... See, I mean, this. I don't know who this is. This is the vibe. Oh my gosh, you can't even see it. I've been you know what I mean? Like yeah. my look here and so bringing us into that story as well. It just comes through every aspect of the brand and the taste, I think. Yeah. One of the very first things I did with my Gia bottle once I was done with it, because I certainly was not going to throw away that gorgeous piece. And I'm talking about the first one is that I used it as a little flower vase. And mm-hmm. I have bottles all over my apartment of different brands, some of which we might be highlighting in, in future episodes that I've sort of repurposed as flower vases because I just can't bear to part with them. They're so beautiful. And I can totally see this, but I mean, in terms of how this is applicable in the community in real life, this makes a gorgeous hostess gift or, oh, and can you even see the underneath the label? I oh, yeah. With the light, there's not, I, the, yes. I never noticed that until just now, but yeah, I think yeah, it has been around since I want to say mid to late 2020. So they were definitely the first non-alcoholic aperitif that I remember that I know of. And they've always been like super engaged with their community online. But also I think like you were just demonstrating through their package, telling that story, making people feel like, oh, I am a Gia drinker. Like I can get down with some cozy vibes with some seaside Mediterranean beach vibes. And I think they just make it so elegant and cool to be in that non-elk space. Like you don't drink. Well, it's not that you don't drink. You don't drink alcohol, but you do drink. Yeah. So it's, it's really sort of like exemplifying how it's aspirational. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's an aspirational vibe, liquid, bottle, brand, everything. And so it becomes really cool to be, as they say, clear eyed. Clear eyed at night, clear eyed in the morning. And I think it just really reinforces again the whole sober curious, mindful drinker, and sober serious communities out there that want and deserve and need those inclusive options. And I think the new formula, they nailed, they just nailed it. It's so good. I want more, but you know, these things are quite pricey. And we know why as well, because the quality is impeccable. And it's not just like slapping a random liquid into a beautiful bottle. You've got the beautiful bottle and then you've got the liquid that's like really intentionally made and crafted. And I think this bottle was 38 and I did read somewhere that the founder was talking about keeping it approachable, like $38, which if you think about if you're buying, say this is a whiskey, it's going to be that or more. So NA space is not, it's not cheap to buy these things, but I think that you're not drinking them constantly every day. You're yeah. taking it to a friend's house for a nice weekend or you're going to the park or something. I do want to comment on that eye underneath here. Yeah, You can't see it, but it is in the glass. There's an eye Feel underneath it, yeah. the label, which I think is so special when designers and brand designers kind of create those little secrets. Yeah. It's like, so yeah. much excitement to the brand. So it's actually in the glass, right? It's in the glass. Yeah. So I think what... Eventually, if you were to take the label off, then you would just have the glass bottle with the eye. But really don't want to take the label off ever. It's no. <laughs> it's just so, no. maybe with my first bottle, I'll leave it on. And with my second bottle, 
which I'll have to order soon because look at that. It's already. Oh, yeah. So perfumey. It looks like a perfume bottle. That is the prettiest yeah. model I've ever owned, to be honest. So well done, Gia. We love yeah. you. There's not an afterthought. One thing I love about the digital presence, too, we talk a lot about brand. The brand needs to expand throughout everything, right? It needs to be concise and consistent across the package design to the bottle to the digital presence. The website's beautiful. It, it, you can see the shapes of the package design. I'll just cut out here. This is replicated throughout the website, of course. And I love, I don't know if you've been on the website recently, but I love the recipes yes. and the photography. So telling that story through the photography and those like the sort of this misty, slightly blurred photos of the drinks. And I have never made one of the recipes on the website, but I would love to do that now that I have a new bottle because I don't have time, right? I just drink it all. I think they really do a good job of bringing it all the way through, right? They're not stopping at any point. They're bringing it through the Instagram, through to the website, through to the recipes, through to the photography. And that is what makes brands stand apart from each other. I wholeheartedly agree and can't think of, honestly, a better brand to kick us off with NA Dossier because they just, they nail every single element. They've got the taste. They've got sort of the community applicability. Like, this is great for dinner parties and the booze-free bar experience and fine dining and even just drinking a little bit at home. And then, of course, like their their design, whether it's digital or, or sort of physical, tangible product. I mean, it's just, they're amazing. And the founder, Melanie, is a really nice woman. She's really nice. She's French, I think. She's got like, just, she's just so very Mediterranean. I love it. One last comment, too, about Gia is they have on Spotify playlists. And it's a good mix of some newish stuff, some really old stuff, and some just good vibes overall. It makes sense mixing music because it's another, it's a sensory experience. And I don't know if you knew this, but I did have a somewhat short-lived podcast with a with another co-host where we talked about non-elk beverages and music and the cross-sections. Mm-hmm. We'd always build a Spotify playlist to match each beverage, which was a fun experience. Every, every beverage kind of reminds you of different things so this if i just had a song that i would pick for gia it would Ooh. be girl from ipanema that's the song that I would i'm looking at my spotify because this is so fun and i'm going to pick a song and i know exactly who let's say baby by devendra benhart so that was a great first episode this was yeah. awesome i think next time we're going to be talking about phony negroni is that right yeah so we'll talk about phony negroni and if you have ideas for brands that you want to see us talk about, please email us or LinkedIn us. And yep. we would love to bring your brand through the NA Dossier experience. Yep.